Hey guys, it's Aaron. Just wanted to let you know this is part two of a two-part series. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, we obviously recommend that you go back and listen to that one. Or you can just continue on if you want to be a rebel. And if you have already listened to the previous episode, well, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Enjoy. Hey, this is Jack with Black Button Distilling. Pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cask Chasers Podcast. My second pour. So <laughs> All right, we'll please, catch up. can we jump into the? <laughs> yes, yes. Right, yeah. So, what do we what do we have in our glasses? What, what do all of us except Bobby have in our glasses right, right now? We're going to start with our our flagship bourbon. So, this is our the bourbon that we're making. Uh, not most of the time up there when we're not making other things like our, our gin or, or vodka or what have you. Four grain bourbon. So, this is once again 100% New York grain. It's 60% corn, 20% wheat. 9% unmalted rye and 11% malted barley. I do love four grains. Yeah. yeah. I, I, four grain whiskeys just work for Four me. grain heavy wheat. Yeah. I really dig. Yeah. And just to sort of round out the background, um, first of all, um, in the in the name, um, like I, I mentioned, the, the button factory, you can imagine Jason, you know, he's five or six years old and he's helping out doing odd jobs in the mm. button factory. What do you give a kid to do? Give him something little. All right, go sort the buttons. Mm. Put them in to make sure they're organized. And he apparently wasn't very good at that. <laughs> so they, dis- make a distillery. they discovered he was colorblind. Uh-huh. So, he, you know, he wants to make booze instead of bourbon, or instead of buttons, and uh, he paid his homage in the name, and that's where the black button comes from. It was this family joke, you know, well, if you ever take over mom's business, you can only make black buttons. That's like, amazing. You know what? That's pretty funny. That's I going like on that. my label. So. I like that. Now, his, his grandfather was uh, a big Manhattan drinker, so mm. and it was usually a weeded bourbon. Mm. So when it came time for Jason to design his own recipe, um, he wanted to be sure it was a weeded bourbon. We've exper- experimented with plenty of other uh, mash bills since then. Um, but this is the one that we started with. This is the one we continue to do. This is the four grain. I love those nods to the family business in every flavor. Yeah. That's th- I think that lends itself so much to the story. Yeah. It's super rich. Yeah. Yeah. Those Surprisingly. Are, yeah. 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 Um, I expected it to be a very corn, you know, focused, mm-hmm. well-rounded with the wheat with a little bite to it. Um, and all that's there, but it's, it's really rich. There's a creaminess to it. So it's like, yeah. that, that's the weed, obviously. There, I, the, um, this, this is going to sound weird, but there's a creaminess on the nose too. Yeah. You know? I got that too. Yeah. Like, um, almost like a cherry pie filling. Sure. Fresh out of the sure. freshly yeah, baked yeah, yeah. pie type of yeah. thing. What? Okay. It, it is, get back into it. There's <laughs> definitely a consistent black button thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm not exactly sure where it comes from. But again, because it's all coming from our ingredients, our water, and our process, it's just coming from us basically at the end yeah. of the day. So you, if you want – that's why we're transparent about what we're doing. You want to know how big the still is. You want to know what we heat it up to. You want to know the mash bill and the yeast strain. Yeah. Go take it to California. It doesn't do the same thing. No, it can't. I mean, that's, just, of course. that's just what it is. So, yeah. Um, the nose is really pretty. I do like that. So, I like young whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, spoiler to young whiskey, it has to be, right? Um, 
we just tasted um, new make from Kilhoman recently. Yeah, yeah. And we had Aaron and I did, not Katie, because she can't because womp, womp. of what she did to herself. Um, <laughs> the thing growing inside we, of me. Yeah. Did she uh, do it to herself? I don't know. That's, how, this, that's another episode. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um, but anyway, so younger whiskeys to me give you a little bit of both worlds. And I, I really want to – I say this a lot. I think we talk about this a lot. I like an aged whiskey. You know, a 25-year whatever, a 15-year whatever. I mean, you get into 20-year whatever. Okay, fine. But the thing about a younger whiskey is you're getting barrel, but you're getting grain. And if you've ever yeah, – I've made beer. If you've ever made beer, there's something gorgeous about that cooked grain, mm-hmm. that cooked malt, that cooked corn that just has a sweet malt. Really to understand what a cereal smells like and the richness of it. You can't get that in an aged whiskey. And I, I think that's that's a great thing to talk about. And I, I was talking about this. Um, we were talking about it with someone uh, like uh, via Instagram uh, the the other night about uh, really the yeah you know everybody everybody the the big thing is oh how old is this you know mm-hmm. I want this aged uh, this aged spirit but and and you always talk about you know oh how the barrels adding flavor how this is that we've never spent a whole lot of time talking about what that barrel is removing too, because there are things that it's removing. You're getting further and further away from what the new make is. Uh, 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 peated whiskeys is what we were talking about the other night. A, yeah. a peated whiskey, which a lot of people are getting the peated whiskeys because that's what, that's what they want. They want that smokiness. They want that peatiness. The barrel's actually removing well, a decent amount of that while it's adding, well, Jack, imparting its other flavors. Jack, you have four, it's a four grain whiskey. You yes. lo- you know, one day, and I hope you'll have an aged spirit. It's going to happen. You're going to have that. With success comes times, comes an old barrel. That four grain awesomeness mm-hmm. will get lost in an old barrel. It just which it, is such a bitter. There'll be a balance. It'll add yeah. a flavor, sure. But you're going to you are going to lose the 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 whole point of four grain. Mm-hmm. You know, to really appreciate the grain mm-hmm. that's going into the glass. Um, so you know, I, I like that and. Does this drink like a like a young whiskey? Not to me. It's not ethanol heavy. It's not hot. It's it's. I don't know the age on this. I, I, I'm sure you'll tell us. It drinks like a. It's a nice whiskey. It's yeah. very clean, yeah. very friendly whiskey. It's approachable, but it's it's it's. It's rich. It is. I rich. think that's it's the best a, word I can use. Is rich. It's got a decent, uh, yeah. a decent mouthfeel to it, also, which again was something I wasn't expect. I keep saying I wasn't expecting that. That's surprising. <laughs> and, and I, like, it, it makes Jack, me sound like an asshole. Black but, Button paid us to say this, but the text <laughs> already been written. So we're just actually, we're you know, we're this is all free here. You know, right. no, but no, it's it's it. <laughs> that's it has, a joke. It has a. Uh, I can find all four of the grains in there too. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. So and you know, especially then if if we if you try a, uh, a rye or a. Re- wheat whiskey or something or even a moonshine from us right you can get that those characteristics out of it too yeah. you can get this the the, the peppery uh, almost dill flavors out of the rum yeah. you can get that cake flavor out of the wheat you know all these mm-hmm. d- different things they add up um and in line with that uh we can talk about you wanted to ask about age mm. and what the blending process is Please. i think this is a really cool thing that um was part of the evolution that I saw um, in my tenure. <laughs> uh, you know, it used to be we would dump about 12 barrels in a in a blend. And these are mostly 30-gallon barrels, and they typically age about a month per gallon. But okay. sometimes they don't. I mean, sometimes we want to let it ride another summer. You know, the only criterion really is, is it good or not? So, and if it's not, if it needs more time, it sits. That's it. If it's ready in 24 months, 
that's the only minimum is that we're only making straight bourbon. Um, but if it's ready, yay. If it's not, nay. That's yeah. it. So, used to be we would dump these 12 barrels and you got to blend. Well, then each barrel is like, what, 8% of your mm. of your of the total makeup. Um, and as you know, the, there's so much variance between one barrel to the next. Barrel 1,000 and mm. barrel 1,001 on the same rick at the same... They're just not tasting the same. Mm-hmm. So, so um, in an effort to make things more consistent, what we, we have we decided to do is when we taste, we'll post up on a Friday and go through 10, 11, 12 barrels. Ugh, brutal. Yeah, I know. Poor bitch. <laughs> we always try to make sure that happens at 3.30 on Friday. <laughs> you know, I'm often off on Fridays. I'm just saying, if you need if you need an outsider's point of view. Objective point of view. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, we'll go through and we'll identify all the notes. Is it ready? If it's just no, then that's the end of the story. If it is, what is going on in it? You know, is it one of the 2% of the barrels that's really cool and balanced or interesting and it's a single barrel? Or, or not, is it going to lean heavy in one particular direction? So we have four pre-tanks at this point. You can think of them like flavor tanks. So mm-hmm. there's a sweet, spice, base, and oak. And if the barrel is ready, it gets dumped into one of those three, uh, one of those four um, 300-gallon tanks. And now you've got this. And the tanks never really go empty. So there's barrels harvested two years ago. There's still like 0.1% in there. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, and, and it's constantly, okay, so then, we, then we'll do bench trials. And we might do six or seven bench trials, um, you know, 100 milliliter samples, basically. Let's start with 25% of each of the four across the board. And by the end, it's like, 40, 17, 19, you know, you're moving around literally 1% for out of one tank from the mm. up to the next. Mm. And it sounds insane, except it's a completely different whiskey when you do that. Yeah. If you take a, a 1% out of oak and give it to spice, it's, it's not, it's not the same thing. I mean, so you've got all this, you're actually almost doing it twice because you're subtracting, yeah. right? Um, and this is a way for us to create consistency and also um, have fun and yeah. play around and change the aspects because the barrels are going to be different that, that go in that tank and we can um, make up for it. On the, We've on the been back. lucky enough to blend a whiskey and I can, I, I can concur that it's frustrating almost – Fun is a fun, good word, but frustrating how both little equally how little things can change mm-hmm. so big. It's like a lab setting. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it. Well, it's it's science. It's hundred mm-hmm. percent. We were like, I th- what did we do when we did our we did a high rye, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, we want wheat in there, and I think we were moving in increments of like one percent, and it was becoming a totally different. What did we have yeah, at four yeah. percent? Yeah, I, I, at the end it was it was four percent wheat, right? You know, ridiculously small percentage, crazy of something amount of made. And you the learn difference. to what you're saying, Jack. It, these little moments yeah. in my head to keep that consistency, knowing you have so the room for error is minimal. The my, margins are right. My mind goes to the the logs. I remember seeing this at Old Line of just the detailed notes of every right. single move, taste, you mm-hmm. know, whatever that was going into it. Because you got it. It's a lab notebook to try and replicate it. And you alluded to this earlier when you said to try to make the same thing. And I've heard a lot of people say this, try to make the same thing in a different place. I think mm-hmm. Daniel Whittington said it too. You know, if I make my whiskey here, you can't make my whiskey there. You can, I can you, give you my yeah. recipe book. Yep. yep. You can taste the difference when a distiller changes. Mm-hmm. When, when, a, mm-hmm. when, a, when an actual distiller, a new distiller comes in and one leaves. Right. It's a new product now. Right. You know what I mean? Just because there's no way 
to, yeah. it's so fine. It's so minimal and it's so, and there's a lot of subjectivity in there that I think it's just, it's just crazy right. and interesting. It's a team effort. It has to be sure to is, keep consistency. Yeah. Is there like a Hallmark, uh, card? taste or profile? Oh. How'd you know? know? The Hallmark card is you are a grain of glass. Oh. <laughs> right. Bring I am back. grain of glass. You got <laughs> to coin that right away. Add it to the t-shirt uh, don't, list. Don't try us. We'll put that on a t- <laughs> We put anything Shameless. on a t-shirt. Uh, yeah. But I mean, is there, is there a certain profile that Black Button tries to achieve like some common theme? Are you guys like evaluating everything on its own merit? Uh, yeah, I would say sort of the latter because we want it to be balanced among mm-hmm. the among the the largest um, or the, the furthest away characteristics that we have. So in front of you, you have the sweet tank now. Yeah. Now, so first of all, Jack pulled out like. <laughs> I, I don't know some Dexter's lab stuff I, he's got like 15 different little bottles not 15 it's three but he's got all these little bottles here that have like uh, tape on them and like notes scrawled on them and I'm excited to see what we're getting into I just want to give people a feel for what's going yeah, on potions here. class right. right so so again potions class <laughs> so you got sweet spice base and oak um, and with those with those four dimensions we want it to represent all of those I want the sweet, the spice on the nose, and the sweetness on the front end, and the oak on the finish. And that's the general trajectory. Now we could do a bespoke blend where I want a spice bomb, and if, I mean, if you just taste when we get to this, I mean, that's what you're going to get. That's what you want to do in your in your makeup of it. But generally, that's the sort and of. And th- this is the sweet one you said, right? Yeah. So and, obviously, and just so you know, <laughs> we've got it's 84 proof on the flagship blend, the finished okay, yep. product. Um, these are uh, about 94, 95. Okay. Smells like a brown sugar body scrub, oh like the, in a really good like, way. Actually, this smells like the muffin that Christina got me for breakfast, which it tastes was like cotton candy. Yeah, to me. it's like got that very buttery, it's buttery that, too, buttery yeah. and sugary too. Yeah, me. Oh, all the best things in life. That's right. <laughs> if it's bad for you, that's what this tastes yeah. like, right? Dessert. But it's whiskey, so it's not bad for you. Yeah. So if you could reduce that to a syrup, I was I was yeah. literally just thinking How pour this over, pour this over like vanilla ice cream or something. Mm. Or some peaches. Or Maybe whatever. some roasted pecans. Whatever. Pour this over my so mouth. That's, just how, so that's how I've been getting away with it. I just add booze to what I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the alcohol. You do that a lot lately. Yeah, that's that's not right. all true, right. but whatever. <laughs> you, so you have to cook it afterwards. You we, can't just... we have a lot of listeners, um, and that thank you to all of them. Um, but there's a large percentage of them that are very new. I'm talking Jack Green to whiskey. Um, okay. So very green. I mean, they're walking in. They, you know. They don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, You're talk about how these come together. So you talked about the one flagship and now we're going to break these up into different. We were ripping apart the way you kind of alluded to it with the tanks, Mm -hmm. that actual blending process. Like, can you paint that picture for what that looks like from beginning to end? So it's coming off the still, it's going to a barrel. You're looking for the different flavor. We got to that. The blending process itself, can you paint that picture, what that looks like, so they can understand why these, we were tasting the sweet, the spice. How do you put these together physically? And then how do you keep, what does consistency mean and how do you maintain it? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. I mean, I got to say the most of the, the real fun and the interesting part is sitting down and doing those six, seven bench trials when you're moving things around and you can see the difference immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say it's it's kind of an unromantic thing just to put the tank on the forklift and then do it by weight. And I don't mean, know. It depends on what you think is romantic. That's well, right. yeah. Is there anything <laughs> more suggestive involved. than brown liquor coming off a of pipe? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but yeah, so we know how big the the final batch is going to be. Um, we'll do a batch every month or two at this point. So we've done 30, well, 
probably almost going on 40 now um, batches since we since we opened. Um, and we know how large the batch is going to be, and it's about 300 gallons. Um, yeah, you're you're going to take those proportions, size them up, scale them up, divide by whatever percentage you know, and uh, fi- figure out the weight and the proof gallons. They and then and then I sit on top of the tank with a big oar. I'm sorry, you sit on top of the tank. That's what with I wanted. A the big oar yeah. with a big oar, and I stir that thing. Yes. Yeah. And you just get it nice and uh, homogenized, and then uh, and then we'll make a proof cut to go to final proof to 84 proof for where it's bottle ready. And then we don't um, we don't filter anymore. We were doing that I think years ago, and then I'm like, why are we? Why why would you do? Because every time you know you taste before and after, and you get the after, I'm like, yeah, I just lost. It's gone. Yeah. Like all the front end on right. this thing, and that's not all of it. But it's like, yeah, who cares if it if it gets cloudy? Like mm-hmm. if it sits in the you know in the cold or something. Like I don't. Then again, so you'll hear this a lot from different different places specifically ambassadors where there's this cold filtration or filtration process where so whiskey with oils and fats gets cloudy specifically when it gets cold um and there's debris and it's not always this perfectly golden you know whatever like it's a commercial you know how they do the fake commercials where they use spray paint on their hamburger or whatever <laughs> yeah. so delicious some companies say we want that because our, our our buyers want to see consistency and color and look and they'll get freaked out if there's a little cloud or fattiness or oiliness whatever there's this Thank God for people like you and, you know, yeah. I think, you know, Avalon for Contocton and, you know, Sam from Bardstown and, and these players in this world are going out and saying, you know, no, it's supposed to be cloudy sometimes. Shake it up. It'll be fine because there's flavor in that. And I think we're getting away. If you buy like real old school, mm-hmm. you know, Italian olive oil, that, that it looks rough. Oh, yeah. It separates. Right. Completely. Yeah. Like yeah. salad dressing. That's but that's what the good stuff. Well, yeah, and I, I seek that out. You know, I mean, in, in, in cooking, you you hear all the time, fat is flavor, you yeah. know? And and the, with, with that, the filtration process, the cold filtering. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm specifically pro or against that. I understand it. Yeah, I get it. I understand <laughs> it. It, it. It has its place, but I, I seek that out. Like, I if it. I see a cloudy I bottle... It. I hate I'm it, like, I think it's dumb. Just it's, close your eyes and take a sip. <laughs> I believe it was just because... Whiskey was in uh, packaged in a clear bottle, and you just wanted to look sharp. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Oh, it's no, like that's one hundred percent. Like, uh, yeah. he- like Hetty Topper, we're just going to put this in a can, so you can't see. Yeah, it. great beer, by the way. <laughs> and that's <laughs> and and because at the time, it's like you're looking at what is this like cloudy thing? But and now everyone wants the hazy, hazy so IPA, I hazy thing. Right? I hope this happens with bourbon. I think it will. It, you know, people will get it after a while because at this point, we're talking about why are you listening to me? I'm talking about craft. And so I think eventually people will understand, oh, yeah, that's good. I've had whiskey from the barrel, and it is fat and chunky. And I've said we should bottle this, and I've had people say, well, you don't want to do that because of the chunks and everything. It's actually off-putting. And the whole time, I've been told that a number of times. I always think, I don't know who you're talking to. If if I saw a bottle that had bits of wood in it, I'd Uh be like, yep, yeah, give me that bottle. Over time, it's going to be gross. But in that (laughs) that first take. um, So that's really neat. So we did the suite. Right. Uh, we got spices round two here. Yeah. Spice okay. tank. I'm so reluctant. I'm still nosing the sweet flavor tank. <laughs> these are, it, it these makes are me the want to hug something. Bottles. It's awful. Um, it's the worst keep thing. Keep telling me that, please. <laughs> Jack doesn't know, but I'm going to steal these bottles, these little bottles from him. Yeah. They're like tiny saddlebag bottles. Very and I'm efficient. obsessed with them. Um, Picture 1944. Somebody pulls a bottle of whiskey out of their jacket takes a swig and puts it back in yeah that's where like looks yeah. around like I think yeah. they're 100s yeah 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 
So yeah, so the the actual filtering is is literally just a fine mesh screen, just so that we don't get all, right. All so the you don't get the pieces of. Wood. I mean, if you let them sit long enough, there will be this like black sediment. You know, yeah, thanks short. for clarifying because I think so. So filtering means that's not what I was saying. Yes, you don't get chunks and stuff. In no, the no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah. want your bourbon. What we chewing. mean is that I, yeah. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. pushing it through a plate and frame filter where you're going through, mm. you know, something from like I don't know. Imagine like your hot tub or something, and you yeah. want this, and you want that's what they look like. That's yeah, what they yeah, look yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, where you're really basically um, pushing out all the long chain fatty acids and other things that. Ultimately, I give love you it flavor. when people talk science on our podcast. It makes me so happy. Yeah, long chain fatty acid. There you go. So oh, that is spicy. I'm a fan of short yeah. chain. <laughs> well, ass. aren't you, Mister Hot Take today? <laughs> we'll put that on a t-shirt. That's not as glass I got. So it's just a it's just a pipe that we stick yeah. in there, float an inch off the bottom, so we don't pick up most of the stuff and go through a, a little yeah. screen. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the. That's beautiful. That's all. All the filtering we need. So that is licorice, man. That is that is that's that got pepper. That is like still some sweetness. Still some sweetness. Mm, yeah. Has a lot of rye qualities to it. These are the barrels where a lot of that rye comes out. And if we get to tasting the rye, you'll find all of that. A lot of warmth in the chest too, like spread out. Like I'm gonna say something that's gonna be weird. Uh, it, I don't believe that. Yeah, I can't second. wait. Well, you know me. I'm always very cautious. Um. Um, it's peppery. It feels peppery. That's what I meant by like the spice is almost like I feel it hitting. I feel like little pepper grains hitting different parts of my yeah, mouth it, and tongue and everything. That's right? what it, it, yeah. weird? No, 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 no. That's exact. That's okay. what I was trying Not to say by like the chest oak, thing. No, no, no. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that, but no, no, no. Like no, but almost like a, it's it's ghost. Like a, it's not there. It's 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 like a it's it's not. There's no pepper flakes in my mouth. Like but almost like a little tiny pepper grenade that goes off and then <laughs> all over your mouth. And just to be clear, inside it's the same bourbon, right? Well, and I, I was gonna say it has a lot of the same sort of like base qualities. The finish is very similar as well. Can I just say, Aaron is so excited right now. I, I mean, I we're am. enjoying <laughs> ourselves, but like tripping like over moving. the mic. You know, yeah. another word for excited: drunk. <laughs> you freaking drunk! No, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the weirdest intervention ever, by the way. <laughs> That's actually so, why we invited Jack in with us today. <laughs> people, you know, they get to listen and be a part of this, which is neat. And you know, we'll get a lot of messages about it and everything like that. How can we recreate? I don't know how, because to take, well, you, you take. You ever see in science class how they dissect? Like they have the 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 it's a human body and then it's like cut up into frames. You'll see oh, it in like, like the yeah. different yeah, yeah, yeah. planes to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the different angles. It's almost like take. It's literally what we're doing. Yeah. We're taking this whiskey and then we're sectioning it off into yeah. these different you know cross sections. I can still taste. I I understand the first thing we tasted more now. And I did this when yeah. we drank together. We did the yeah. same thing. Yeah. You get it more and you almost appreciate it more. But now those flavors make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. And not that they weren't good. I just, I enjoy that aspect. I enjoy yeah. separating and then bringing it back together. It's such a cool way to go about a tasting too, because to be introduced to the finished product and then be broken down into each element that constitutes There's very it. few distilleries yeah. that give you the opportunity to taste well, it. And, and I also want to point out to you that if I'm understanding it correct, this is all exactly the same base spirit, the it's same the exact same, mash yeah, bill, the same, the same everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Dissected. Yeah. It's it's just these ones taste a little more spicy. These ones taste a little more sweet. So th- we're not tasting like a rye-heavy mash bill mm-hmm. or a no. wheat-heavy mash bill or anything like that. These are literally all the same mash bill that, that Jack ta- uh, talked about at the beginning. All of these are from that same thing. It's just that these different barrels gave off 
this one was more sweet. This one was more spicy. So like, that's what we're always trying to say that, um, and Jack said this earlier, two barrels sitting right next to each other can taste totally different. Is this like a Jack Scardino tasting special or if people go to Black Button Distilling, could they walk through the same yeah, tasting we, experience? Yeah, the tours and tastings. Um, we nice. also have a, uh, a distiller's library and we'll have, uh, we're trying to collect every uh, prior batch that we've ever done wow. and you can see the progression and we have an oak and a sweet uh, sweetness spice tank in there um and you could uh, you could walk out with your own little blend if you wanted to that sounds like the combination Classes. of an awesome distillery operation plus that scene from beauty and the beast where bell's just like skating through on ladders uh-huh. to look at all these cool <laughs> books like, yeah I mean, it's not quite that bobby glamorous. shook his head <laughs> i love katie so much <laughs> K- katie says a lot of like unrelatable things no nerdy artsy things that i relate to but pretend i don't i'm like yeah Yeah. you big weirdo way to play the cool card bobby (laughs) jack's like no that's not what it is (laughs) katie no whatever i'm coming to the distillery and i'm dressing up in a blue dress and a white apron and i'm gonna sing that's what i said he's gonna go back his bosses are gonna be like so how'd it go you know what (laughs) (laughs) we should invite some of them back (laughs) it was off-putting what do we have next We've got the oak tank to, now to, to, to sort of round it out here. Again, which one are you? Yeah, right here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right here is fine. That's fine. Thank you. Woo. Again, same product, you know, and it's it it really will be two barrels sitting right next to each other. It's, I wonder how much of this would have been. You've told us so. There's a lot of I I, I preach the psychology of whiskey. I'm I wonder if I could have picked these out. Without being told, and I'm sure I could have, but I just. I think if I was told one is sweet, one is spice, one is oak, I could have found them. I would have been yeah. like, "This one is the spicy one." Although well, this I, is oak. wait, wait, wait. So if somebody told you what they were, you'd be able to be like confirmed. <laughs> that's what you just said. <laughs> that is true. That that's not what I meant. I I think if someone told me one of these is sweet, one of these is spice, gotcha. and one of these is oak, I misspoke. That tastes like a stave, man. And that's bo- what that is. Bobby uh, will edit none of that out, <laughs> and then finish the like Haida, I'm going to say a word to you that I don't think I've said before. Oh. Umeshu. Oh. Yes. I do not know this word. So umeshu is uh, a Japanese spirit. Mm-hmm. It's basically a, a plum wine Okay. that's fortified either with whiskey or with brandy. I like what I'm hearing. Right? It's fresh. It's fruity. We import a brand called Matsui, and they have two umeshus. Okay. A whiskey one and a brandy one, both bottled at 14% alcohol. Wonderful by itself, wonderful on the rocks, but also really lovely with a little bit of that Damask Rose Herb Garden Gin. Oh. I've done a 50-50 with that, and it's glorious. So I'm going to put that on our summer cocktail list. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. Yeah. Guess what? What? Chicken butt. No. Impex Beverages. Yes. Proud sponsor of Cast Chasers podcast. You know it. I don't know. I want to bottle 30 seconds. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Quite cool. Like you're walking into a barn and you just smell all the wood that went into building it. I love our silence when it's appropriate (laughs) like this. That's good. That's really good. They're all really good. But yeah, that's a finish. That's a hell of a finish yeah, on that. It's still there. It would stress me out to have to figure out where to put this in the whiskey. Because mm. I'd be like, I want it in the front. Oh, I want it in the middle also. Can we get it at the end? <laughs> is, this, is this one generally the lowest percentage 
of what you put into a batch? Um, Do you know? It is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the. I mean, the, the most. Uh, it's heavy. The, the base and the sweet. Um, but because these this the oak and the spice can be kind of kind of take oh, over. Oh yeah, that's they're the they're pretty loud. Well, yeah, I yeah. Play with so, that but I uh, yeah they are that and the and the spice that kind of rival each other down there and like I can see that fifteen ish percent or something like that. That's super. That's cool. good. That's Add good. a little water to it. It's what this one to me is very even more so than the spice, just very concentrated. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, that's a that's you a put wood. water in that that the vanilla. Don't threaten me with a good time. Explodes. That's nice. That's classy. That's classy wood. That will not be going on a t-shirt. <laughs> More of a hat, you think? <laughs> yeah. Yep. The back of it, so people can just read it as you're walking away from them, please. <laughs> I say what I said. That's classy wood. Oh my god, that's interesting. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Um, curious. Your, I assume, controlled, uh, temperature controlled. Um, no, no. Yes, Ooh. No. love no. hearing that. What? Life on the wild okay, side. So, um, wow. Okay. You, you mean the the rickhouse? Yeah. Um, about seventy five percent of the barrels are in essentially a tin shack. Um, wow. And then there's reasons for that. The, the rest of them are not there. Respect. Like the other 25% are in another place because if one burns down, you want to be able to sell <laughs> right, something. Right, right, right. Um, and we're done. The things to plan for. And also the, the finished product, you know, the it's not so good for the packaging to have those wild temperature swings. Rochester is, it's it's humid. It's really cold. The summers are also, can be really muggy too. Yeah. So, and, and the weather changes all the time. So, yeah. you know, in Rochester, it's like, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that those temperature and pressure changes forces the in and out uh, in the wood. It sort of kind of accelerates the aging mm. um, because it's constantly pushing itself in and out. If you looked at the side of a stave too, it's like halfway into into mm-hmm. that that wood. Um, and for for a time, we had uh, about thirty or so barrels right next to our stills, um, just as kind of something to point to on on tours. But, you know, we only really, we only mash in four days a week mm. and then the tours. So, and every, they sh- we shut down at night and in the morning we turn it on and the temperature swings viciously mm. like 60 degrees in 24 hours that- from being next to those hot things mm-hmm. and then going down to nothing at night. Those ones age faster than anything. Sure. The ones the- in the tin shacks. That's story. what I was going to ask you because when I've tasted whiskey from controlled environments and and when i say there's certain some people control and they mimic but then certain there's our distilleries that use controlled environments the whole time at one set temperature and they need more aging and all that for you know we can talk about i think we've talked about on other shows anyway there's a lot of complexity and so the reason i asked i was going to go to how do you play with the temperatures and stuff like that because to get spice to get orange to get vanilla from one oak flavor profile typically comes from if not age temperature changes so my question was going to be, I assume you use temperature control, and can you tell me about how you vary yeah. that? But that's not what's happening, it, obviously. It, You're it, actually using the climate. That's which brilliant. I love. Yeah. Yeah. It would be really cool if you could know that like between 60 and 80 degrees you get spice out of it or something mm. like that, but that's not the, that's just not the way it works. And uh, it, right. would be a, it would be such a headache in order to organize <laughs> all Among that. all the other ones. That's no, cool. That's no, nice. No, I mean, yeah, it's uh, – and you work in the rickhouse in the winter, and I mean, you need – it's cold, man. It's yeah. cold, and you work in there in the summer, and it's hot. Yeah, and all that's all that's changing. Um, 
what's going on in the in the woods. So yeah. I love that. That's 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 my favorite thing I've heard in this that's conversation nice. so far. I wonder if there's a way. Here comes another artsy nerdy thing. <laughs> if there'd be a way to like um, recreate the temperature map for all of the different like ranges that these rickhouses are going through and incorporate into the label. You know, we have you ever seen the- we do uh, have some. Uh, I don't know, widgets in the, in the warehouse. Oh, really? And we do try to collect data. What's, you know, different heights and different, yeah. um, cause the ones next to the door, you know, they get all that extra air and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and we do try to collect like, what's, what's our averages, what's our range here. Um, that's how I know yeah. that, that we can have a 60 degree, um, temperature swing in a day. Um, cause the more, you know, right. The more, you know, the more that the you more can work you with. Know. Not that not that we would really be doing anything with that's the, the episode. Is the, the, <laughs> yeah. the title of this episode: "The More You Know." <laughs> with Jack Scardino. <laughs> the more you know with Jack Scardino. Oh, nailed it. That's a shirt. No, I don't know. All right, we've moved into a single barrel now, at barrel one one seventeen. And just look as, at the color on that. Yeah, too. That was yeah, just noticing yeah. That. And just as proof of the, we don't. The only thing that matters is is it ready. Um, so this one's actually, like I said, we normally age about a month a gallon. This is a 15 gallon barrel, which I think is one of the last ones that we have because mm-hmm. we just don't, we don't do them anymore. Mostly thirties now. Um, 41 months though. Yeah. So this clearly at 30 months or 36 months, we decided, nope, let it ride. I'm sure it was good, but we said, let it ride. And this year it was ready. That is. So that's, that's the result. It is the color of pure maple syrup. Yeah. It's got elements of that too. Yeah. That is that is like chewing on a piece of burnt wood, which literally is what quite almost quite literally what it is. But it's um that's deeper than I was expecting. Yeah, it's so it I would say it's it's wood heavy for sure. Um I'm getting I'm getting a lot of a, I'm getting a lot of sweetness off of the off mm-hmm. of this one. And maybe that's just because, you know, we did the spice and we did the wood and we did all, all that. And now we're coming back to people, just a single barrel. People that only drink bourbon, the bourbonettes, you know who they are. The ones that are like, if it's not gastric. Did you say the bourbonettes? <laughs> bourbonettes. That's a, that's a group. A new band the name? Bourbon Heads. Right. Bourbon Heads, okay. This is the stuff they serve you and they're like, that's my favorite whiskey. And you drink it and you're like, that tastes like... Yeah. <laughs> it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a pile of uh, bricks in a good way. A but bottle it's of bricks. A pile of bricks. Okay. But of wood bricks. Whatever I said. <laughs> that's rich. That's heavy. That's yeah. that's deep. That's, so this, um, you know, it's one of the I don't know, one out of every fifty or so that um, where we found it's either totally wildly lopsided and interesting as long as it's still good, um, or most of the time what we're looking for again, we want that balance that you get in a blend, but in just one expression of the, mm-hmm. of, the, of the barrel, so you can get. Um, everything that we've talked about, it's wood heavy, but it's sweet. Well, so, and it's got the, the spice in the middle, the, in the middle. So you, you can have all these, um, dimensions in one 15 gallon barrel. What char are you, are you using? So we get our barrels from Adirondack Cooperage, Adirondacks mm-hmm. in New York state, try to get them again from local sources. Um, it's, they actually have a, a, a kind of a device to very, they're not sort of setting them on fire and getting a stopwatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, they can precisely char the inside it's a custom char actually mm. it's practically speaking a three and a half okay like not quite a four mm-hmm. to get not quite that coffee thing when you go a little yeah. bit too yeah um but yeah 
So like it's that. like just it's past past three, but not four. So I was going to say three. Yeah. Most of our listeners know that either Christina or Dana or both are usually at our recording sessions, even if they're not on the microphone. This single barrel that we're tasting right now, I like rolled my chair back and handed <laughs> handed my Glencairn to Christina, and she tasted it, and she. She, you know, kind of moves. She it still around. has it. Right, that's right. That's when she won't give it back. <laughs> Not letting go. But she kind of moves it around in her mouth, and she mouths to me. She goes, "That's weird." <laughs> and then she sloshes it around in her mouth a little bit, and she was like, "But really good." Yeah. And I mean, as most of you know, Christina and Dana's palates are on point, and usually head and shoulders above what mine and Bobby's are. Um, but like, that's really. Good. I, I would drink that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> it's a little... It's a this, is a, this is a weird... It's a little heavy for me. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Is it? Is yeah. it for you? Did um, you add water? Let's add water. I'm going to, but I, I want to talk about what I mean by that. Talk I about turning about water. It, it plays into what I... Because uh, I've had... Yeah. I'll take a little water since you insist. <laughs> um, I like your whiskey. I've had different, you know, bottlings from, from I, I saw it in Total Wine the other day. I was very excited. I saw yeah, it in the yeah. Total Wine bottom. I was like, there it is. Yep. I told the guy, he came up to you, you want to, like, look at that bottle. I know that guy. And he was like, shut up, buy something. <laughs> Stop talking to me. I'm like, all right. Anyway. Would um, you like some Grangestone? But, you know, one of the things we got from, oh, we were allowed to talk crap on whoever we want Grangestone. That's another episode. <laughs> episode. Um by the way, we're brought, brought to you by Total Wine, Spirits, and... <laughs> um, God bless, I edit. Chris Morris, one of them... Uh, we, we talk about that a lot from Woodford Reserve. Um, one of the things he, he, he really tied in... We didn't do an episode, we did a Facebook Live. Um, he talks about balance. And I, I think a lot of people don't understand what that means. I was one of them, what balance really means. Balance doesn't mean... <laughs> she wants more. Christina just can't get more. Christine is some sort of whiskey bandit now. Snatching. Balance doesn't necessarily mean scales balance. Balance means that all the flavors fit into their position, mm-hmm. and they all work together in tandem, almost mm-hmm. like a symphony, I think. Yeah. Um, I really like your whiskey. I really like what you have to offer. But. Separate, but, <laughs> no, but, but pulled apart, they're all very interesting. There are distilleries that would have taken this whiskey... This the one we're having now, mm. the, the barrel, the, the the single cast, and ran with it, yeah. and said that's what yeah. I want that that heavy, and that works for some places. And I'm I'm a fan, you know, d- depending on the year, depending on the release, depending on the distillery, that works sometimes. That would have taken away too much of that would have taken away the balance for me the, that I appreciate in your whiskey because mm-hmm. you there is a balance there. What I'm I know it sounds like I'm being very negative, but I'm giving kudos to the ability to put together a recipe. And to keep a consistency and make it work, that could have been too heavy. That to me would have punished the other the other flavors. There, I could I wouldn't have gotten the sweetness. I with don't, that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you're being negative about it though, because I, I was actually thinking something. Similarly. I'm trying to play into how important it is. Yeah. To be able to see these ingredients mm-hmm. and say, okay, that's too much. That works. Right. And, and this is just my palate's talking. So I'm sorry. Yeah. No, because the thought going through my mind again, I'm just you know like nosing through each of these, but. My palate lately has been definitely geared more towards sweet things in general. And so the sweet flavor tank that we that we were tasting earlier, plus this one with the um, uh, single barrel, those definitely are the standouts to me individually. But I was just kind of thinking, you know, if I were to make a blend of my own just based on those two things, it would be too sweet and too much. So mm. even though I'm not really a, 
of the spicy mindset right now, I can appreciate the way that you guys are using that to cut through and get that correct balance mm-hmm. for something that's overall And sometimes better. it works. I, I use the analogy of peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So you don't want me to make you one probably. <laughs> my Dana, my wife, hates it. I'm jelly heavy. How do you? Oh, you're jelly heavy. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Some people are really thin with both. Some people are peanut butter heavy. Some people are, I'm jelly heavy. Mm-hmm. Like and sopping through the bread like jelly Like too heavy? much jelly. Oh. I, <laughs> so your thumb, it's just yeah. stick it right in there. And I'm not a, and I'm not a, it's odd because I'm not a dessert guy. Like I'm a steak and potatoes. I like, you know, whatever. I don't like a lot of salt. I'm not, you know, whatever. Mm. So I'm not a dessert guy, but I don't like, but I do like a jelly heavy if something's really salty compared to it, mm-hmm. I want the sweet to be heavier. Does that make sense? Anyway. Okay. So to me, I think I look at that, this would have been peanut butter heavy if this was too I much see. of this. I, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Sure, digging. sure. But not bad. Just I, 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 I respect the amount that went into that because I, I, I remember what we tasted when we first sat down. And I, that's good. It's really and good. I, I, I want to make a comment also just about this tasting and how Jack. I felt like is I was being too negative, so no, I no, try no, to no, play I it. But, it. I mean, but this this whole situation that, that that Jack is doing is unlike anything that I've walked through with yeah. a distiller awesome. or a. Oh yeah, because like, I mean, uh, it's almost like a, it's almost like when you go to those high and like a Michelin restaurant. Yeah, and you get the little. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a deconstructed. Uh, I feel but, like that but, just so, happened. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar and. All the different ways I've I've had tastings are have their own merits, but you see a couple dis- different places will be okay. This is stuff aged at two years. This is stuff aged at five years. This is this thing, and you probably see that more in Scotland, really, because they've got you know your twenty five years. This bottle and bond or whatever, right? Here, right, right. Yeah. Where I, I the the process at Black Button is really interesting to me. The separating the and I, I don't know how many places do that or whatever. This is the this is the first time that that I've come across that, but I'm super impressed and I really like what what we're doing. And he's got 35 gallons more of whiskey, <laughs> so I mean we'll keep going. I just wanted this is this is your next thing here that I've already started. So I'm super excited to get to this next thing. Why is I that, al- Aaron? I almost pocketed it. Jack, what what are we doing now? I handed a, a glass to Christina and the whole thing. Now, now we're going into a single barrel barrel strength five-year port finish. Mm. So, and Do you need those a five, <laughs> Yeah, so that those five years are two and a half, three years in a um, you know, a bourbon, and then we pulled a single barrel that we liked, and that spent another two and a half years in port, Which in it, a port barrel. Isn't, I believe that's a recent thing now, that you can count the um, the finished years or the years in a different barrel as I, age or something I now, might, right? I might be wrong. I mean, for myself, yes. you know, I don't mean like legally, but it spent five years in oak. Yeah. Let's okay. just say Yeah, that. right. It spent five years in oak and half of that was in port. Yeah, because <sighs> you could... I mean, I've seen a lot of... We throw it in a port barrel for six months and that's fine. Right. Um, but no, this had a, a second life. Jack, um, I'm going to say some things because you're, uh, you're from Yankee land. Up there. <laughs> so this is a southern... Buckle I, up. I am from the south. Thank you. Thank me for my service. Thank you for your... Um, wait, that's the wrong... Yeah, I don't know. Time anyway, served. Were you in the Marines? Also, so, thank you for your service. And for first off, Texas. this is delicious. So in the South, we like to um, take a piece of white bread, right, and sop up the juices. Have you ever had? Hear me out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere with this. I'm I just promise. enjoying all the bread references you're dropping today. Well, hear me. I so, want to know what juices you were talking. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's for the after hours. <laughs> um, cast chaser after hours. Um, kids watch. Listen to this. Probably. I don't know if there are. That's your problem. Um, you ever had pot roast? Pot roast, right? Uh-huh. And the juice that's rendered at the bottom of a mm-hmm. pot roast 
you know, that you make a gravy out of, right? But when you're the person that gets to cook it and you get those little chunks mm -hmm. of almost burnt kind of syrupy pieces that for some reason don't make their way onto the table, mm -hmm. but the cook gets to taste them. It's that. It's so rich and deep, and I just want to take a piece I of hate bread you for saying all these and things dip right it now. in there. You know <laughs> so the Ita hungry. so Italians. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Italian people take, and I, I my wife's Italian, so I asked her, and she goes, "I guess that's how she." Ended. So I assume all Italians. So do like a hundred percent, all Italians right. do this. Christina, do Christina, Italians do this? Do Christina take bread, dip it in white red wine? <laughs> Christina take bread. Is that a fact? <laughs> Christina take oh, bread. Italian, <laughs> Italian Christina. <laughs> I have to come out for yeah, the yeah. microphone for this one. We, one of our favorite things to do was when the red tomato sauce was cooking mm. on Sunday afternoons, mm -hmm. when we were testing the sauce to determine if it was ready, yeah. was to take a good piece of Italian, like yeah. crusty Italian Semolina. bread mm. and dip it in the sauce and eat the sauce off the bread to determine if the sauce was ready. That's to what this pasta. is. And there that's, it is. Yes. That whatever. So Jack Scardino <laughs> being obviously Irish uh, I assume. while he's here with us. <laughs> that's actually, about that's actually true. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I am half Irish, yeah. <laughs> See what happens when you assume? That Try to be does he have right. dark yes. uh, do, Does he look like a young Sinatra? Yes. yes but, I, but I do uh, cook. And the voice, too. Oh, yeah. my God. But I do cook sauce five nights a week and eat yeah. pasta. And, and then you have a vowel at the end of my name. You want to so, dip bread in this. You want to, in the, uh, the South thing was to sop it. So I guess we're all, we all come together. Um, I want to dip some good crusty bread in this and just eat it. This is delicious. It's the, the sort of the cherry, yeah. you said cherry pie feel, uh, yeah. filling earlier, but like that really, yeah, that rich cherry, uh, stone fruit mm. stuff that comes up and it, oh it gives God. it, it gives it the, like the impression <laughs> that the mouth feels like syrup too. It's not, yeah. it's, you know, it's, I but so yeah, I, the, mm, all I don't want to do the show anymore. I so, just want to drink uh, this. So you just live in the glass. Yeah, yeah those live right. down there. Those just of you that, that that listen know that I a port finish is my that's my jam. That's my thing. And this is the, uh, this might be the best American whiskey that I've tasted with a port Ooh. finish. Oh, that's bold. Might be. That's bold. That is bold. I've got, I have very close friends that make American whiskey with a port finish. That's freaking good. You look like this your life really has changed this a little is, bit. <laughs> I, so Bobby said some shit about bread, and like, I don't know what was going on. I think on. my bread thing went well. I, was, I, I didn't listen. I wasn't, I wasn't listening to it is what I'm saying. I was just enjoying the 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 whiskey. This is we, fantastic. Let me tell you right now. Right now. We are well, Hold on. Can you tell us right now? Well, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> The yeah. honesty is what I appreciate. I'll tell you if I don't like your whiskey. I will. And to your face, which is why we brought you in studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had Bo some awkward conversations with Ugh. people. It's happened. Bobby will will drink a sponsor's whiskey and be like, eh, I don't like okay. it. <laughs> no. Because you know what? That's the And point. they appreciate it. Right. That's the thing. Not everybody's yeah. going to. I don't want you. Because if you imagine you listen to our show and every time you listen to our show, we're this like, is we the love it. Yeah. This is, I love this. Right? And then like, at what point do you go, um, I wasn't a fan of the last thing we drank. That's what happened. All right. Mm -hmm. um, it was too heavy for me. Um, this right here is the gospel. Yeah. Uh, well, so Christina, oh, wow. I, I handed Christina a, a glass of this because I, I was fairly fairly certain I was going to love it. First off, get the flagship because it's good. It's 100%. really good and affordable and approachable yeah, and yeah. Every, all those things. Is this? This is a New York State. Uh, it might even be a tasting room exclusive. I mean, oh, we're only, it's only a, it's only about 40. Why are you making me cry? Uh, <laughs> listen, this is what we're going to do. So come up. Yes. Rochester, yes. I'll go up with you, mm -hmm. and we'll do a, 
this all over again. Oh my God. Okay. And we'll dump some barrels, and you can. We'll be running. Uh, can and we'll I? Can 100%. I have the giant ore to stir that? Yeah, I mean, we're number. We're the you number will one. Get pod- some buys and tries going when you stir these three hundred gallons. We're tanks. the number one yes. podcast whiskey podcast in Chile. <laughs> just, just so you know, I'm not even. Kidding, I'm not kidding. Um, they're going to be super upset. That they can't get this. Can't, yeah. So, or maybe know. they'll. Maybe this will be on their dream <laughs> distillery tour. What if like a hundred people from Chile come just show to up? Like, they're like, hello. That would be great. Be <laughs> and you're like, Bobby's also the best at accents. No, I'm not. <laughs> but no. So like, this <laughs> is this is stupid good. Yeah. Wow. This is stupid good. The consistency is like melted honey. Like but, when you break it down a little bit, just to make it a little bit easier to blend. Our local listeners, you know the. Baltimore, Maryland, Delaware, because they're everywhere. And, you know, for you in Europe and everything, I'm sorry, you're not going to get this right away. But, um, well, there's it's ways. Bourbon. There's mm-hmm. ways. Wink, wink. There's ways to get it. <laughs> um, if the feds are listening. Le- illegally. You can get it illegally. You can get a friend. <laughs> right. If you, if you, if, if, if you want to go through illegal shady channels. Channels, go for it. I, I applaud that. It's anyway, going to cost you a lot. But for well, the people locally, for, for the people locally, this is available. I've seen it. I've seen it all over the East Coast. I've, I keep an eye out for it. I have a bottle of it. It's really good stuff. Get the, get the flagship. Make but your way the, up to New York on, to get this thing. because if, it's amazing. If, if you if you are within, I'd say if you're within a five to seven hour drive, make the drive to get this stuff. To be frank, it's about right from Cri- here. Christine, uh, Christina mouthed to me when I was tasting this. She said, "Would you steal it?" And I said, "I'm going to <laughs> right it's now." So so that's good. the last one that we poured, and it's got the least amount in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can work on that. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> All right, let's. Um, Time wise, I wish we had. There's yeah. so much more. Yeah. We well, may have a Jack second episode. Didn't we? The, the, uh, cream bourbon, bourbon cream something. Oh. Oh yeah! Can yeah. we have a quick discussion us, about that? Give us give us your plugs because we're bought in about our top seller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to That's us about your top your seller, and top we just seller. drank this. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I did bring the bourbon. Oh cream man, look at that bottle. Yeah. Post that. It's a sweet bottle. Nice matte. Here finish. comes Christina to take <laughs> some pictures. So yeah, uh, well, uh, Jason uh, Jason's father actually uh, he was a engineer and he, he was uh, a really great resource when we were actually building the place and he still uh, helps out and works works with us at the at the plant um, but in the early days when there was like seven employees he would be behind the bar serving the mm-hmm. the, the few people that uh, got lost and walked in <laughs> <laughs> looking for a phone um, at that time um, and they would say, "What's your? What do you like? You know, to drink? Like, oh, I, well, I like Bailey's." It's like, no, no, man. They mean like, what do we make? That yeah. You, so I like tequila. And Jason thought <laughs> exactly. And Jason thought, "Why am I? How come I'm not making? You know, a cream liqueur?" Um, and we found a dairy 45 minutes west of us in Batavia. Get that in my glass. And, <laughs> and get that in my glass right now. So aggressive. <laughs> And I, ironically, the bourbon dream. Bobby uh, just pushed three glasses towards Jack. I just want to say, get that in my glass. Yeah, what am I doing? Glass and my and we're beyond friendship also. here. This is now the last thing I tasted. The was blood so truth. amazing. Dessert, Katie. What do you think about the last thing we tasted? Shut up, Bobby! <laughs> god damn it! Oh my god! Look at it. 
Who just gra- oh, I've that made Aaron. that sound too many <laughs> times this episode. Yeah. So this is uh so this is a light cream with bourbon and caramel. That's it. <laughs> Guys, this is so bad. Like I'm like close to tears Katie, over this, this stuff this is so good. Right. I, oh my I almost gosh. Dropped an R-rated expletive on this podcast. <laughs> I think we've got like rated We always we pretend like stuff. we can't say things. But we can, it's the it's podcasts. We it's can like, say whatever the hell yeah. we want. Yeah, we can say whatever the f- I mean, don't be gross. Okay, guys, don't be gross. Our next guest is screwed. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, hey, guys, all sober. How are you guys doing? You shut your mouth. We're drinking. (laughs) The other guy just gave us 12 samples of... So, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to taste it. Cream. It's fine. Oh, it'll be fine. I know. Baby's fully cooked at seven Tell me months, this right? isn't just available in... This is No, this is everywhere. Okay, here. God. No, 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 no. This, this is actually, ironically, the big, biggest seller that we do. It's, That's so good. And and the reason why is, yeah, because it's so good. And the reason why... <laughs> but the no. reason why it's so good is because the cows live 45 minutes away. Like, you can't you can't beat the, the freshness. You can it's really not, taste the cow. <laughs> can, you t- can you is it brown or is that, spotted is that stephanie mm. the cow that's that's fantastic that, let me hold on i'll do like this hold stephanie. on that tastes like a hold on <laughs> is that a holstein that is, what is a that? thank no. you for knowing a name of the cow i did i was trying i have a story about i was like that. i know there's later. one that starts with an h that is a northern canadian derby cow <laughs> that's very good her black, name is, yeah. Yeah. Her they are black courtney. with a brown hinge film <laughs> you got <laughs> it her name was courtney her name is courtney yeah. her name Wait, was courtney this ha- so what was the cow like a courtney yeah so yeah. to go back a little bit this has a lot of those creamy cherry notes right yeah. that, that we were tasting in the in the flagship um Obviously, far more creamy because it's a, a bourbon. We're cream. seventeen glasses in. You don't know. So what you're this doing. tastes like it's delicious. <laughs> That's really good, man. That is, yeah. yeah it's cask chaser. I mean, I understand, but it's no getting around how good it is. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's no. better than Bailey's. We're allowed. Honestly. Better. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Bye. come on. Yeah, we, Bailey's in a sponsor yet. The the other thing is it's, uh, we have Bailey's. we have it ultra pasteurized. You don't have to have that chemical thing that sort of lingers yeah, that like fake sweet that's like thing. The separation. So I mean, too. I I drink this by itself. Ice cube. Uh, I'll mix it one to one with the bourbon. Yeah, that's sure, sure. Um, root beer, uh, coffee. Put it on uh, cookies and cream ice cream. That's a that's a <sighs> clutch move. Tell me, tell me before we wrap up and we're we're getting there. This is a. You can tell how great we're, how much fun we're having with this how is, long the episode is. This yeah. is yeah. fantastic. Um, before we wrap up and everything, and I want to hear two from you. I want to hear your signature cocktail, right? At, and then I want to hear the that the general signature cocktail that you guys mm-hmm. do there, because there's always one. And then I want to hear a cocktail with this. This is a cocktail, by the way. This is amazing. Yeah. But I want to hear, like, do you guys do a cocktail with this? Yeah. Uh, can they be the same answer? I is mean, it, old, is it? Is old, it no. Come in and get an old fashioned. That's the that's the way to go. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we do something. Our area code Rochester is the five eight five. Coming at you. That's right. <laughs> um, so so this is going to be this is going to be the bourbon cream. Um, then there's you can either use we make a coffee liqueur as well, which is just <sighs> dynamite, um, or a, a cold brew, mm-hmm. and uh, and then either a shot of vodka or bear with me citrus gin. Bear with me. Okay. Ooh. This is this is a product. It's actually a, it was a launch product for us. A citrus forward gin is uh, one of the other top sellers that we have. Um, you imagine, you know, the first couple of years, you're not going to produce any bourbons. You sure. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, vodka moonshine and, and citrus forward gin. It was a recipe that Jason came up with when he was actually still going to distilling school. But he couldn't drink it. And it right. Right. <laughs> but it was it was good enough that it sustained us to this day. So mm. we're coming around almost ten years. Can I guess? It tastes like a creamsicle. The gin. 
that it's the all together. The, no, it's oh. so this is wild. So the gin is a, is lower juniper and orange peel, lemon zest on the front end. Mm-hmm. You get those aspects, there's other stuff and hop. I'll, I'll don't need to run off all the botanicals. Right. But um, you're only using about a half an ounce of that, two ounces of the cream, mm-hmm. um, and then an ounce of coffee liqueur or um, cold brew coffee, mm-hmm. and you get this wonderful marriage of the cream and the coffee. But it's not like cream in your coffee, right? Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. the other way around. Okay. And uh, shake it over ice, and then the gin just adds this real great sort of levity from the botanicals and the and the citrus, and then top it with uh, Fee Brothers Black Walnut Bitters, and you, and you have a day. Yeah, yeah. Guess where I'm going. <laughs> that's five hours. Black button. Looked it up. Let's go. Let's just go. That's an eight. We'll go right now. I'll see you there. And we we well, keep this recording on silent for five hours. <laughs> Why is this episode eleven <laughs> hours long? Yeah, that's. T- we'll be right back, guys. Just uh, hopping up on the road real quick. I did edit out some sirens, but other yeah. than that, <laughs> Katie's driving. Unbearable. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good, good time. Though. Yeah. It's good though. Thanks, man. Cool. Cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right, Chasers, that'll do it for now. If this was your first time tuning in, what took you so long? All jokes aside, we're so happy to welcome you to the Cast Chasers family, and we definitely hope you'll come back for more next week. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, in short, wherever you listen to podcasts. And give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cast Chasers. You can even join our Facebook group for bonus points. And if you want even more Cast Chasers, check out our website, castchasers.org, for show notes, Cast Chaser swag, and more. Until next time you join us, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. Thank <laughs> you.